0: everyone welcome back to another episode of Muggle with a Mike. We have been on hiatus for quite some time, several months actually, but we are back. Back starts with a B, so does Brooklyn. Cuz Brooklyn's joining me today. Hey Brooklyn.
1: Hey Katie, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for joining.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited to be here.
0: Now, Everyone knows Brooklyn. They should know Brooklyn. Brooklyn is infamous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't know about that. You're setting high expectations.
0: You were the competitive office commentator.
1: That, that is true, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, remember you got all of those uh, quiz questions wrong?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Very vividly.
0: <laughs> I just asked really... Actually, you chose really difficult questions. <laughs>
1: Because the lady went first.
0: (laughs) Um, Brooklyn, what are we talking about on today's episode, now that we're back?
1: Well, today we are talking about the Disney movie Jungle Cruise.
0: Jungle Cruise? Yes,
1: And I just want to say, going back to the office episode real quick, I feel like we've came full circle because Emily Blunt is one of the Mm -hmm. leading actresses who is married to John Krasinski, who plays... Jim Halbert. So here we are. All good entertainment coming out of the office. Yes, Jimothy.
0: But. I think that they are a true Hollywood power couple.
1: Emily Blunt and John Krasinski or Jim Halbert and Pamela Beasley. They're
0: the Scranton power couple. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. I know. I, I love them. I, I would love to be like their friends. Yes. Yeah.
1: But The Jungle Cruise is where we're at. And I was very excited that you asked me to watch it. Um,
0: it was the first adult movie
1: I've watched in a long time, so.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I I was excited because, well, we'll get into that, but because I'm a big fan of Jack Whitehall. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, I love Dwayne and Emily, but I also was excited that uh, Jack was in it because he's been in some other roles, but this was a pretty big role for him to be in. Yeah, and he did he did very well in his role. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so uh, before we get fully into the uh, Jungle Cruise conversation, let's have some movie news. Okay, let's do it. So this week was a very big week for Broadway lovers, as you can see my playbills behind me. Yes. Broadway is back, baby. That's what I titled my notes on here. It was closed down for 18 months because of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. but The Lion King, Hamilton, Wicked, and Chicago opened this past week. And Waitress returned September 2nd with Sarah Bareilles reprising her role, which I went and saw. She wasn't in it, but Jason Braz was in it, and I loved it. And Sarah said, quote, to describe the feeling in the room as electric does not even do it close to justice, she said. It was standing ovations before the curtain even went up. And audiences have have to be fully vaccinated and wear masks, and 97,000 workers that Broadway hires are getting back to work. That's awesome. Yeah yeah. I mean it's a Some people think it's frivolous And doesn't, doesn't make any sense To just dance around and sing on a stage And act But honestly I think it brings people joy It helps therapeutically with society
1: Oh yes yeah. yeah. Just like in the Great Depression I mean that's when movies Became a thing It was a way for people to escape From their problems in the Great Depression They spin a nickel or whatever it was And caught popcorn and watched a movie
0: Oh, yeah. Entertainment. So we're, we, we're
1: kind of back there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, truly. We, I mean, entertainment, I think, is a vital part of human life.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. I have never been to
1: see a Broadway show.
0: <gasps>
1: Brooklyn. I have been to, like, um Media, like, at that dinner show yeah. in, where's that, at Springfield? Uh huh. And that's probably the closest thing I've ever been to Broadway. Okay. No? Okay. Driving Miss Daisy is that a Broadway show?
0: It could be. I think it might have been. It might or have
1: like a play. I have seen have Driving Miss Daisy. Can't remember where I went and watched that with my mom and my sister, but I've never seen. I don't think like a Broadway show.
0: Brooklyn, it is my sole goal in life to get you to a Broadway musical. Oh, wow. Okay. Goals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had Lisa Minkin on here from Kappa in Columbus. Yeah. And they have some. I I have not seen Come From Away, but she she says it's one of her favorites. So, mm-hmm. so I am gonna ask a dumb question, and you
1: can edit this out. A Broadway show is that music and acting, or just mu- no? Or does it have to have music in it to be a Broadway?
0: No, that's a musical.
1: Okay, so I think Driving Miss Daisy mm-hmm. was like on a tour list or whatever, because they do that Traveling. right. Like they travel. Yeah. yeah, I think that was what was considered a Broadway show. Yeah, I, could off- be wrong. I hope I'm not offending any of your Broadway show lovers right now. Oh,
0: well, I'm constantly learning terms and everything. I mean, I I think the only requirement you need for Broadway and musicals and stuff like that is a love for it. You don't have to have an, an in-depth knowledge to appreciate it. And I got when I was talking to Maggie on the on the uh, In the Heights episode, I said that I saw an off-Broadway <laughs> production. That's of- what, yeah wicked but I thought off-Broadway meant traveling no yes. off-Broadway just means it's not directly on the street Broadway in New okay. York so okay. it's like a few streets away or something like that a traveling musical is the one that goes around to different cities throughout the country
1: okay so I think that's probably what Driving Miss Daisy is now and have you been to Lock and Media before in
0: Springfield no I think my mom might have been to one it's
1: like a dinner theater basically But like I've seen, it's my sister is very much into that. Um, So we've seen like Footloose and um, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I think Bruce was there at one time.
0: Mm -hmm. A Christmas Story.
1: Oh, so you've seen them? I thought you meant you haven't
0: seen any at all.
1: (laughs) No, I have been to like musicals before, but I don't know if I've ever been to an actual
0: Broadway. I gotcha. Yeah, no, I think I think. Broadway is a is a genre so even I think they've um the term musical has transformed into a Broadway musical if if that makes sense yeah yeah but and all those people on those traveling tours work their butts off and they're very talented so oh yeah I I appreciate that they bring Broadway to the rest of the country and yeah yeah um, Ethan and I watched Hamilton during the
1: pandemic, and we would have never watched it if it hadn't been on Disney Plus. Yeah, but we both really enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I, I can't express my love for Lin-Manuel Miranda enough, but the fact that they did that and brought the original cast to, to your living room couch, I think was yeah. a a great gift to everyone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: We really enjoyed it.
0: Anyway, that was a long Broadway talk. Sorry. No, no, I could talk about Broadway all day. Um, Anyway, uh, the next thing I have is a fun little thing Tom Hardy's dog, Blue, stole the show at the Venom 2 premiere. I'm going to share my screen for you. Okay. So that you can see him. Look at his dog. Aww.
1: What kind of dog? I'm not. I don't do well with dogs. What kind of dog is that?
0: That is. I'm thinking is it some type of a bulldog American bulldog maybe maybe yeah yeah but oh my gosh he's like he's adorable (laughs) (laughs) I know this is great for a podcast but go google Tom Hardy's dog at the Venom 2 premiere and then Andy Serkis is there who um directed the the film and he do you know fun fact about Andy Serkis uh who he voiced in an early 2000s trilogy he voiced Gollum in uh, the Lord well, of the I Rings. I was gonna guess Lord
1: of the Rings. Oh. I was trying to think of trilogies.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there you go. That's uh anyway, uh the film Venom Two was initially slated for an October October twenty twenty release, but was ultimately delayed until October um twenty twenty one. Then, recently, rumors began to circulate that the release date could, in fact, be delayed again, with concerns growing that the film may not hit, hit theaters till um, 2022. Sony, however, seems to have caught wind of the incredible box office success of Marvel's most recent release, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, and has moved t- Venom 2's release date forward to October 1st. Wow. Yeah. So that's exciting. I don't know what that Marvel movie is. The Shang-Chi? Yeah. Oh, it's out. um, Little plug. Phil and I are going to do a review on it. Um, Nice. I have yet to see it because I have yet to go in a movie theater yet, but I think I'm going to risk it (laughs) and go in and wear my mask and eat eat my popcorn after the movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think you could do that safely.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll just, even before the pandemic, I didn't want to sit around people, so. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Totally understand.
0: No, but it's a pretty good one. If you watch, there's a show on Netflix called Kim's Convenience. Uh Uh-huh. And the brother in that sitcom, it's a Canadian sitcom. The brother in that plays the lead in Shang-Chi. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, that's Kim, Kim's convenience guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a superhero now. <laughs> well. And it's gotten really great reviews. Like other movies have kind of flopped after the pandemic and it's, uh-huh. it's doing really well. Well, good. All right. Um, I've got two more things okay. for movie noobs. West Side Story, the new trailer for it, speaking of musicals, just released um, this week. It's a musical by Stephen Sondheim and Leonard Bernstein, directed by Steven Spielberg. It debuted in Broadway in nineteen fifty-seven and the film came out in nineteen sixty one. Okay. Which if you think about that, back in that time everything kind of like had a long turnaround. Imagine a well, I guess I guess Hamilton was like that, but imagine a musical being released and then four years later a movie being made of it. It's kind of, uh,
1: I don't want to get in Jungle Cruise, but that's kind of
0: Jungle Cruise-esque. <laughs> <laughs> I, love the, I love the tie-ins. <laughs> um, it should be releasing it this wi- winter. Winter, Um And do you know the story of West Side Story? <laughs> no. Um, it follows Maria and Tony. You know, Maria. Yes. I just met a girl named Maria. They did not hire me for the film. Okay, well, (laughs) it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet, where two people love each other, but the families and friends are fighting and don't want Uh them to be together. Uh, The young actress Maddie Ziegler has already been cast in two major upcoming releases based on her performance in West Side Story, a movie that most people haven't seen yet. Anyway, she's going to be in um, another Shazam movie. She will also cast as Snow White in an upcoming live-action apda- live live-action ad- that word. Yeah. <laughs> um but so yeah, she's going to be Snow White. That's fun.
1: That is fun. I didn't know they were making a live-action
0: Snow White. Yeah. Well, the I mean, eventually it's almost like our, to... our childhood were cartoons, the original yeah. cartoons, and now they're doing all live-actions of them.
1: Well, and it's a way for them to bring it back to life and
0: generate more revenue off of that. Money 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 money. Yeah. <laughs> um and last but not least, this past week Norm Macdonald, do you know who Norm Macdonald was? I do not. Um he passed away at age 61 after a battle with cancer. And he was a big um comedian. Okay. Uh, I I believe he became really big as the Weekend Update anchor of SNL and then he he played a lot of other small roles but most recently i remember him as the uncle in the show the middle oh yeah 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 so okay. that that was norm okay there you go and he passed away sadly but um may he rest in peace yeah all righty uh let's get into jungle cruise okay let's do it now brooklyn is the expert on this section of the episode, correct? Uh,
1: I mean, I did some research. (laughs) I don't know if I'm an expert by any means.
0: She has a a four-inch, three-ring binder of information we're going to go through today.
1: I have five pages, which they're pretty, you know, I don't know, double-spaced, so it's probably like two and a half,
0: but... (laughs) um all right well let me do a little synopsis which comes from imdb okay it's rated pg-13 and it is playing on um disney plus for premiere access but eventually it will in the next few weeks i believe it'll be available to all disney plus subscribers yes it's based on disneyland's theme park ride where a small river boat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles but with a supernatural element, mm-hmm. follows the adventures of sister and brother Lily Halton and McGregor Halton, who seek the help of a cruise boat captain, Frank Wolf, as they seek to find long lost supernatural treasures. Yes. Dum, dum, dum. Now, it was directed by. I tried to learn how to say his name. I don't want, I hate messing people's names up. So I'm going to do my best. I apologize if it's wrong. Uh, jean Collet Serra. Good job. Thank you. It's You're probably welcome. wrong. <laughs> um, he was born in Barcelona, Spain. Um, but he's actually he's known for like action and horror movies mm-hmm. so he's done a lot of liam neeson action films like Nonstop, and and then he did house of wax so this is an interesting what do you think about him directing this
1: i mean there's some action to this movie but not what i would say the other two movies you just described were
0: yeah it's not a non-stop <laughs> commuter yeah, it's train it's not a
1: liam neeson movie yeah
0: i think I think the fact that in the synopsis, you heard that it was a supernatural element. Um, So I think the House of Wax ties into that. And then the, you know, the action scenes tie into the Liam Neeson film. So I think it makes sense. But at first, it's kind of like, what? The guy who made House of Wax directed a Disney film?
1: Yeah. I did not realize that there were supernatural elements to this movie. I didn't, I hadn't watched a trailer for it. You just asked if I wanted to do it, and I was like, sure. I mean, I knew what it was, and I knew the ride and stuff. So, middle of the movie, I was, you know, what in the world is going on? But it was good. It's very good. Yeah.
0: Well, I think when they when they take a, when they're basing a film off of a ride, I think they have to take some, you know, uh, leeway and make up some stuff that you wouldn't oh, expect. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so here are some, here are the actors. Okay. We all know Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Did you, are you a big fan of his? From his wrestling career
1: or his acting career? Both no. or either. I feel like um, I would maybe, before this, I might say no. But he's, I mean, he's a pretty good actor. He does well to come from a wrestling background.
0: I think that you, when you know that they're a wrestler, like when he first started acting, I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. But he, I think he's proved himself.
1: Yes, I think so too, and I think he has progressively gotten better.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and he's got that iconic eyebrow. Yes, which I can sort of do. It's pretty close. (laughs) It's not, but thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, Did you know? Fun fact about The Rock. Okay. He has a bachelor's of general uh, studies in criminology and physiology. That he got in 1995 from the University of Miami.
1: I did not know that. I know. I think that's awesome. Would make awesome. a good cop. Is that what he was going after?
0: He was trying to become a CIA agent.
1: Yeah, he would be great at that. Yeah, like he says intimidation factor down.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, could you imagine being a criminal and him running after you to arrest no. you? <laughs> you just should stop and turn around and say, "Just handcuff me." <laughs> oh, but anyway, he uh, said. In college his goal was to eventually work for the CIA until my criminal justice professor and advisor convinced me that the best operative I could become for the agency is one that also had a law degree. And he didn't want to do that. So <laughs> he just he went into wrestling, I guess. Well, I mean, that's
1: complete opposite
0: <laughs> into the spectrum, but Oh yeah. But I think I think that's awesome when you find something out about Someone that you would have never expected.
1: I would have never known that.
0: No. Yeah. What's your favorite movie that he's been in?
1: Okay, so I, I really liked this. I really liked Jungle Cruise. Um, honestly, I mean, is he in like The Fast and the Furious? Yeah, like half yeah. of them. Um, <laughs> I don't get to watch a lot of movies, Katie. Um, I would say Get Smart. Is he in Get Smart with Steve Carell? Back to the office! Yes, he is! Yeah!
0: I forgot and about it. He's kind that. of a
1: CIA agent. He's like a undercover agent in that. Yeah, that's but I true. Mean, that's back probably when I was in high school. I think that came out. Um, so, like I said, that that definitely dates me a little bit. But I've we don't get to watch a lot of movies.
0: <laughs> no, it dates me too because I feel like that movie like kind of just came out like a few years ago, but really it didn't.
1: Yeah, I think that came out. I'm I'm thinking I was either in high school or just
0: graduated. Oh. So. I really wish my... Is that the one where the shoe turns into a phone? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so convenient. Yes. Oh, man. Um, now for Emily Blunt, I've got some... Now, everyone, I have all of the actor's information. Brooklyn has the encyclopedia on the movie. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so Emily Blunt, I love her. I, like I said, power couple. I'd love to be their friends. But yes. Emily Blunt herself, I just she she played mary poppins and she just has that air like mary poppins like you just trust her
1: yes
0: (laughs) um but this is her fourth disney film the three previous were the muppets from 2011 into the woods Mm -hmm. um, and mary poppins returns yep she's i found out some awesome fun facts about her okay she's a highly versatile actress and a um she she plays a cello wow I know yeah she and I have a lot in common I feel that's what I was
1: gonna say I feel like you don't play the cello but you guys could definitely get along
0: I play the mini cello the cellito
1: yeah is that really what it's called (laughs) no (laughs) okay the violin she plays the violin
0: (laughs) no but and then she's also skilled at horseback riding
1: Oh, she looks I, like a horseback rider.
0: I know, doesn't she? she... Look like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can actually see her playing the cello in one of her movies, The Strange Case of Sherlock Holmes and Arthur Arthur Conan Doyle. She plays in another movie, but they over they dub over her playing, and I'm not going to count that because they shouldn't have done that. But she has been acting, adopting new accents. Um, helped her to overcome a debilitating speech impediment at the age of 12.
1: Wow. I know. That's cool. And that's definitely going to help her long term.
0: Oh, yeah. And because yeah. of all that, she became a board member for the American Institute of Stuttering.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: I know. She's a good person.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that that was a,
0: like, association, you know. Yeah. it's It's an institute institute yes yeah, sorry that's awesome <laughs> i know um and she's just got awesome facts her ex-boyfriend is michael buble oh, and he wrote, and wrote know exactly the hit single everything do, baby, for her
1: pretend, but you don't know it's true really? wow you can see it when i look at you and in this crazy life Line. You're every word. You're everything.
0: I know, and she's also on his album Call Me Irresponsible where she sings briefly at the end of the song Me and Mrs. Jones.
1: Hmm. Well, I did not know that her and Michael buble were ever a thing. And maybe Neither that did puts I. me out of touch with Hollywood, but
0: You know, sometimes we know too much about them. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I know. Also, she's allergic to cats, that's where we share a
1: You have a lot in common. (laughs) Did you know that she was, I did see, and you may have had this, she was originally cast for the Black Widow and had to turn it down for uh, scheduling conflicts, so it went to Scarlett Johansson. Johansson.
0: Interesting. I don't know. I like Scarlett as Black Widow, but I also could see Emily as it. Yeah. Although I think I'm biased because we both play a stringed instrument and hate cats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) she probably doesn't hate cats she's a good person she probably does not hate them she's just allergic to them (laughs) i hate them
1: (laughs) i have a strong dislike for them as well
0: oh good good um finally jack whitehall plays mcgregor okay and i've known him i started seeing him on graham norton when i first started watching it like i'd say 10 years ago i've been watching graham norton for that long And he was always on there, and I found him hilarious. And the first reason I think I loved him was because he said he went to high school with Robert Pattinson, and he hated him. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't stand him. (laughs) And still can't. (laughs) Well, how would you feel if you went to high school with someone who starred in the Twilight franchise?
1: Well, I mean, looking back now, I think the Twilight franchise is definitely very cheesy. Mm. Like, I can't believe that I ever sat through those, but...
0: I wow. had a fan page, Brooklyn. I had a fan page for it. <laughs> like you I did started all the it. Premieres. Oh, you started the fan page. Yeah, no, I ran it. Okay, go, Katie. I don't know why I'm recording this and letting everyone know, but so yeah. You team
1: Edward or Team Jacob? Oh, Edward. Let's just go ahead and settle that right now. Edward. Uh, team Edward. Yeah. Okay. Good job. We you can too. Continue.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, how could you not love a guy who's immortal and sparkles? I mean, come on.
1: I know. Well. I had never. I didn't even know who he was until I had just recently watched a movie on Netflix, uh, Mother's Day. Oh, I just I watched seen it that. a couple weeks ago. It's got a lot of big names in it. Um, Jennifer Aniston, Kate Hudson, Julia Roberts. Her was Emma Roberts. Her niece. Yes. hmm She's in there. Um, Jennifer Gardner, who I think we both think we both really love her she makes a very small cameo in there
0: yeah Um, she's West Virginia girl I love her
1: yeah he plays in that um he has a a role in that so I didn't even know who he was until I started to watch the Jungle Cruise and I was like hey I just he was just in Mother's Day
0: and he was kind
1: of comedic relief in Mother's Day too
0: oh okay Brooklyn this whole time I thought you meant Robert Pattinson
1: (laughs) oh no 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 No. McGregor (laughs) Jack Whitehall Jack Whitehall yeah I gotcha (laughs) sorry I should have clarified up front.
0: Now, I will say, just a disclaimer, because I think, I feel like everyone needs to know this, choose whether you want to listen to it or not. Sometimes he can be slightly inappropriate with his comedy. I'm okay with it. But just FYI, if you go on and watch his comedy specials, sometimes a little bit inappropriate. But for the most part, I So find- he
1: does stand-up comedy.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got a bunch of specials oh, on so Netflix. That was
1: his role in Mother's Day. He was a stand-up comedian.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's very funny. He's he's a little bit like a physical comedian as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's he's very funny. I find him hilarious. <laughs> Plus he's British. Come on. Yes. So he's also on Netflix. <clears throat> he does a series Travels with My Father where he literally goes to different countries and experiences different cultures with his father. But he's very, do you know the word posh? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. He's His dad is very posh. And Jack is a little, like, flighty and, you know, acting in the moment. And his father's very conservative. And uh-huh. so I really feel like Jack pl- played his father in this movie a little bit.
1: That's So it's basically uh, Lily Houghton and McGregor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly.
0: Oh, but that's, that's about, that's all my, uh, acting notes. Now you may take over, Brooklyn.
1: Uh-oh, okay. So, um, I've got a little bit of stuff about the ride first, that, just because, um, you know, so, okay, so the Jungle Cruise is one of the only rides at Disney that's not based on a movie, so um, it was inspired by a movie, The African Queen, which I have not watched. I don't know if you have. I haven't
0: watched it. No. Okay, I Think didn't I've heard, heard of it. Any
1: research about the African Queen? I have no idea, like the dates or anything about that. But the Jungle Cruise, like I said, is one of the only rides at Disney that is not based on a movie. It's inspired by The African Queen. The ride premiered with the opening of Disneyland in 1955. And then in 1975, it opened in Walt Disney World in Florida. And then in the years later, there was one in Tokyo and Hong Kong. Paris is the only Disney um, park that does not have a Jungle Cruise. And it's because they were afraid that they wouldn't be able to keep the realistic climate. Um, Like afraid they would be unable to have the realistic jungle setting. Because when you ride the ride, all of those plants and stuff are real. And I think I read, I didn't have it wrote down, the one in, I think it's at Disneyland in California. The jungle for the ride is actually considered an ecosystem now. It's taken like 20 years, but it's all like self-sustaining.
0: Interesting. Because everything
1: is real. Yeah. Huh.
0: I thought that that was pretty cool. No, absolutely. That I mean, it takes more effort and then you appreciate it more if when you know that. Yes. Um.
1: The other movies that are inspired by Disney rides are two big ones. I felt like Pirates of the Caribbean and mm-hmm. the Haunted Mansion.
0: I will say, I I went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Loved it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The yo haunted, ho, yo, ho. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> well, and I'm a I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, so anything pirate related, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the Haunted Mansion one, we stood forever waiting for it. I don't know if it had. Some kind of an issue. But I was in line for it and never got to ride it.
1: Oh, man. I know. They both have big wait times typically, I feel like. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Pirates
1: and the Haunted
0: Mansion. Plus, I hate Haunted Mansions. I get scared very easily. So I wasn't too disappointed. I didn't get to go on that one. The Haunted Mansion is not my
1: favorite ride at Disney. Oh, okay. But now, I, I like the Jungle Cruise. You're basically... I have the ride synopsis that I just copied from Disney. I don't know if you want me to read that.
0: Yeah, Um, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it.
1: Okay. So, embark on a river cruise where dangerous beasts and dry wood abound. Board a canopied tramp steamer piloted by your trusty skipper who will expertly navigate you through some of the world's most treacherous waters. Steam past lush foliage, butterflies, and waterfalls on the Amazon in South America. Glimpse an abandoned camp overrun by curious gorillas on the shores of the African Congo. Watch for angry hippos, hungry lions, and sleeping zebras along the Nile and be on the lookout for a missing jungle cruise vessel and its helpless passengers. As the cruise continues down the Mekong River, you might just learn that the jungle always gets the last laugh. So the ride, you know, you're taking a ride through the Amazon. You have a skipper who is a, cast, a Disney cast member and they're telling you scripted basically dad jokes the whole time. So Love the it. experience of your ride can kind of be based on who your skipper is, but um, you know if you've got someone who's really in it to win it.
0: <laughs> but um, I wonder if there's ever any passengers that like, like challenge them.
1: I don't know. I mean, I so to the skippers though. Do you know any of the any celebrities that were once skippers on the Jungle Cruise ride?
0: Hmm, do I want to try to think of a funny one to guess or just let you answer?
1: I have three what I would consider big ones. Um, Robin Williams.
0: Found...
1: Did you know that? No, I just <laughs> guessed it. Okay. He was the one I was going to say for last. Yes. Well, I
0: mean, he was the Aladdin. I mean, it I seems know. apropos. He was Genie. I'm sorry. Not Aladdin. Yes. yes. <laughs> Who I think
1: is one of the best Disney. I love the Genie. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: have you seen the outtakes of him in the studio when he was making things up on the fly no but i can only imagine oh it's awesome yeah, yeah
1: wow. i i love him I, I love robin williams especially in that role
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah um, mrs doubtfire too
1: yes toodaloo <laughs> well, <hello. laughs> oh gosh yeah that was a good movie the other i have two more skippers for you um john lasseter do you know who he is
0: remind me
1: he is a pixar director he basically m- was in charge of toy story so ah. yeah toy story and cars he had a huge hand in directing those and he's a, a huge figure at pixar now
0: awesome
1: but kevin costner was the last skipper that i had
0: oh interesting i okay I'm a fan of Kevner, Kev Kevner, Kevner Costner, <laughs> Kevin Costner, but I don't know how he'd be as a skipper who has to do puns. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, that's where he got his start. Awesome.
1: That's, oh wait, you're saying they started, that was their starting role. Well, yeah, I mean, they started as skippers on the Jungle Cruise ride. I don't know if it was in California.
0: I would assume California oh i thought you were saying that that, like they came in were a guest skipper but no you're saying that was their job they
1: were yes yeah like at one point in their life they had a summer job or whatever as a skipper like john Lasseter is a huge disney employee now i mean he's a pixar director like i said that's where he's got to start at disney is as a skipper
0: okay that's so neat yeah (gasps) this research is paying off brooklyn i know (laughs) um what
1: else what else you have for me so originally Walt Disney wanted there to be real animals for the ride Mm -hmm. but then they just figured you know animals are not predictable they could be asleep Um, you know there's the seasonality of what time of the year it is so they went for just animatronics Uh, but they did have live alligators for a while in the ride queue at California I think it was California was also supposed to originally be a very serious ride like a documentary that you're going through the amazon Mm -hmm. and they felt like it was too stiff kind Mm -hmm. of stuffy so they lightened it up with the puns and the jokes to make it more fun more interactive
0: well okay so the having real animals there does kind of pose a challenge because i mean you could have some but not all uh because just think you're on a river and there's land on either side. Are you going to put a fence all along the river to keep the animals from getting on the boat or getting in oh, the water? Yeah. There's just no way.
1: And it would be like at the zoo. Those animals are very smart where they go in the corner and they have got their back to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like they know what they're doing. Oh yeah. you have got one more thing about the ride, I think. Okay. In the movie, the name of the boat is the Laquila. hmm. So between Disneyland world, Hong Kong and Tokyo, None of those four parks have any of the same boat names. All the boats are named. Okay. And the Laquila is not named
0: after any actual Jungle Cruise boat. It was named after the... in From the movie, he said Goddess of the Moon, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's actually original to the movie, not the ride. So they're literally... There is no boat that has the same name associated with Jungle Cruise. Nope.
1: That's cool. Yeah. And none of... Like I said, none of the four parks have any of duplicate names they all have their own boats
0: i wonder if they'll take the boat from the movie and put it into the ride somewhere i
1: don't know so you know like um pirates and haunted mansion after those movies came out they went back and added the movie into the ride so oh. i think they're supposed to kind of go back and make some tweaks to the ride after this movie that kind of incorporate the movie a little bit more so maybe That's they will
0: neat. yeah, yeah. Well, and I saw, I did watch a clip of the three casts, the main cast, um, going and doing the Jungle Cruise ride and Dwayne was up and he was the skipper, but Jack Whitehall was in his ear in an earpiece telling him what to say.
1: Oh, I bet that was great.
0: It was. I'll have to go watch that. I think that's all of
1: the ride facts I have. Got a couple things about the movie. All of the puns and the jokes that are in the movie are, most of them, are directly from the ride. Really? There are a few that are original to the movie, but most of them are from the, from That's the ride. That's interesting. In now, the opening of the movie, if you've ever been on the Jungle Cruise, you feel very much like it is, they do justice to the ride. They do what? They do, like they do the ride justice at the oh. beginning of the movie, yeah.
0: Jack Whitehall said that he did not know what puns uh, Dwayne was going to say during the filming. So he, and I think he did that purposely. So he, the one genuine laugh, I mean, real laugh that I think he has is when um, he says something bolder and don't take it for granted. Yes. Or something. And the laugh in there, I think I can tell that it's Jack genuinely laughing at what he said. <laughs>
1: when uh frank says he has a girlfriend a cross-eyed girlfriend yes. mcgregor was you could tell like he was laughing about that yeah.
0: we never saw eye, to saw eye that on the side yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love puns i don't care if they're dad jokes i love them i know also stay tuned because we're gonna do a panoply or a what did you call it uh pun of war pun of war yeah we're gonna do that at the end
1: yeah. I have one more thing that I think, it, I don't know if you want to save this for the movie. If you oh, want go to ahead. tell go you for it. and put it back in, in the movie, we can. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, like I said, the movie is, the ride was inspired by the African queen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Emily Blunt's character was inspired by Catherine Houghton Hepburn, mm-hmm. who was a role in the African queen. Um, she was, her role was heavily inspired by her, um, in her name, Catherine Houghton Hepburn and Lily Hepburn. And then, um, I don't know if you want me to say this right now or not, if you want to wait until we get into the movie.
0: There's no rules. Go for okay, it. Okay, <laughs> good.
1: So then, also, within the movie, Lily has a
0: nickname of Pants. Did you read this? Yeah, I think I know this, but go for it. Refresh my mind. And
1: so Catherine Hepburn was one of Hollywood's first women to challenge the stigma that women could not wear pants. And so throughout the movie, Lily is referred to as pants. Dr. Pants at one point. Dr. Pants, yeah, that was kind of an ode back to Catherine Hepburn.
0: Well, this, no, this is a good segue and we'll transition into the movie. I love the fact of the women, the female empowerment throughout the movie yeah. um, that she, everyone was trying to hold her back and she just was not taking it. And even when it came down to her dress of how she, yes. what she wore. Yes. She had pants under her pants. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you have pants under your pants? <laughs> oh but no i loved i loved that whole uh repertoire between um frank and lily yes how they just i mean they just got on each other's nerves at first oh yeah i loved it
1: yeah it was good good chemistry i i think yeah yeah
0: now i said i'm gonna say this early but you know how i said i didn't think that they went together mm-hmm. i rewatched it taking it back Take it back (laughs) okay
1: because i was like katie
0: yeah because sometimes sometimes honestly if you watch a movie and there are some things that you don't like watch it back over because there's probably something you missed oh yes you know things you didn't pick up on the first time and then when you watch it through you you have a better appreciation for what what was said or done or yep changes i would agree with that yeah so i i think i think they went very well together and the all of the relationships between two characters, the relationship between Dwayne or well, not Dwayne, Frank and Lily, mm-hmm. the relationship between Frank and McGregor. Mm-hmm. I think they're they had a relationship as well. And then Frank and Proxima. Yes. Or I'm sorry, Frank and Proxima and then McGregor and Proxima. Just all the characters went really well together. And then the brother and sister combo. I just. Yeah, it was a good. Warmed my they heart. They did good
1: with the casting
0: and the froze again give it time there you are (laughs) we're having technical difficulties with the uh, internet Um, so please bear with us if you hear random (laughs) jumps in the conversation (laughs) because Katie doesn't have great no 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 it's who's your internet company it's their fault frontier (laughs) there this is a non ad (laughs) for frontier (laughs) Um anyway uh so I have some notes on the movie and we can go through it and as we're talking about it we can talk we can you know tie into what we like or dislike or Kay. comments on the movie. Did you know that the main theme in the opening is an instrumental version of Metallica's Nothing Else Matters and it can be heard sometimes that. throughout the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I read that. I thought that was interesting. I know. I like as as working on these movies and stuff and doing stuff like that you know you do it and you want people to notice it and I'd want to tell everyone but I almost would want people to like notice it on their own Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but at the same time I don't want them to not know it's happening
1: There's a lot of little things in movies that are very. Um, that's what I'm looking for? It's premeditated.
0: Yeah.
1: There you go. And that most people probably just glaze over.
0: Oh, yeah. Easter eggs. Easter eggs. I mean. Yes. And Some you find and some you don't find. Yeah. yeah. And I would be devastated if I was the one who put an Easter egg in that nobody noticed.
1: <laughs> I have an Easter egg later in the movie. Ooh. That I'm interested to see if you noticed
0: go, go for it because we're not okay. doing any timeline there's spoilers people we've already okay. said some spoilers
1: so at 57 minutes 38 seconds
0: okay pam um, pam in, yes
1: from the office <laughs> office ladies once again all comes back to the office <laughs> 57 minutes 38 seconds down in frank's quarters when emily's snooping around lily rather is snooping around um and frank catches her there's a tiny version of what looks like a Maui, Maui's Hook from Moana. And I did not they, see that. In the, back, in the background for a long time when they're talking. And I, I I, went back and looked at it. I should have taken a screenshot of it. It looks like, I mean, it's definitely a, a nod to Moana, I feel like.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. And oh, I caught cool. that the second time I watched it. That's when you go back to watching something two times. There you
0: go. There you go. Yeah, no, I I did not catch that. I mean, I honestly was looking all over there because they, you know, they had Parliament on a postcard and they had ads of yeah. a car, so I was looking at a bunch of stuff. But no, I did not catch that. Yeah, I was proud uh, of myself. Very, very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm virtually patting you on the back. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's see, what do I have on here? the f- The film was disc- it was based off the African Queen, starred by Humphrey Bogart and Katharine Hepburn. Which inspired him, Walt Disney, to build the cruise or the Mm -hmm. Jungle Cruise ride. Um, But Frank's look in here is designed to look like Humphrey Bogart. Yes. Did you already say that?
1: No, but I read it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I did read that.
0: I love the. Also, if the transition from McGregor giving the first speech to that association to the end, when he the first speech, he's he's fumbling with the cards. Yeah and he's Beaver nervous Beaver, hey Beaver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if all goes sideways just blah 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 but um then at the end he has no note cards mm-hmm. he's just got this confidence in him yeah. and he says you can just sh- shove it up your association yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a pun
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah um okay so how did you feel about the whole theme of the conquistadors and the supernatural element?
1: So the movie itself, I thought, felt kind of like national treasure. Okay. You know, someone. I think Lily says she liberates the heart, or whatever it is.
0: Uh, you know, the heart of Tepeyty.
1: Yeah, the heart of Tepeyty. <laughs> the stone, whatever it is. Um, and then she's like on this quest for the greater good, constantly one step ahead of the bad guy. That part felt like national treasure to me. The conquistadors, like how did I feel about like the supernatural
0: part of it? Mm-hmm. About how they, how they introduced that to the story and if you thought it was good, if it was a good idea and if it was well like, executed. Okay. So when
1: the prince or whatever goes down into that, I'm going to call it a cave mm-hmm. and he does the river water and the first guy Aguirre comes to life basically I was like what in the world the first time I watched it that was when Ethan started to watch it with me and I was like he was like what I'm like I have no idea what you just sat down to (laughs) um so the first time I watched it Supernatural is not typically like something I'm super crazy about but I thought they did well with it
0: Mm -hmm. I will say like if I were a little kid this is rated PG-13 which I think makes sense yeah it's definitely not PG. Um, no. As a small kid, that would have scared me.
1: I didn't like the snake part.
0: No. I don't any. do snakes. When the snake comes out his cheek. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, rated PG like not Katie for those scenes. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, I I think it was interesting that because the it, it was all elemental because the river was controlling them they become they became part of the land so the one guy became snakes the one yeah. mud um another one were bees and it actually consumed them yeah um i thought that was an interesting take on it now because the house of wax guy is directing it it did seem uh, like scary it was scary at yeah. times um but then they were the bad guys so I mean we had two bad guys villains really. We had the Igare and the prince. Yes. The prince guy was just a creepy human. Yeah, he was just creepy. And that is actually Let me look this up because I know that actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's played some good guys, but for the most part he plays he plays really bad or really yeah. good villains.
1: I looked him up as well and I don't watch scary things. I did not know anything he had been in. Mm-hmm. But I knew from the titles, like, they were things I, I wouldn't typically
0: watch. Yeah, no, he there was a, uh, a mini-series. Oh, I think it was called, it was like Electric Dreams, or maybe it was something else. But he was in an episode there, and it starts out where you think he's just this innocent guy, and then he turns into this, like, real creep. Hmm. Um,
1: I, I seen he was on an episode of Grey's Anatomy, but I didn't look into,
0: like, what he actually... There's so many guest stars on that show oh yeah um he he was in the irishman which was a big movie a couple years ago on netflix jesse flemmons is his Mm -hmm. name for plemmons it's plemmons there's no ph it's just yeah um he but he's been on a lot of stuff and i think he's a very i think he's a very good actor um i think it's harder to play roles that people don't like oh yeah than roles that are appealing to people
1: yeah yeah, I think he did a very good job in his role. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, question. Answer. As a submarine person, would you follow a captain that listens to bees?
1: Where do I have it? Right here. First of all, would not want to ride in a submarine in
0: 1916.
1: No, thank you. <laughs> like, I think I would have a hard time getting in a submarine now in 2021. Not happening in 1916.
0: I made the mistake, and I was researching, were there submarines in World War Two. Of course there were submarines, but then I then I went even further. This is World War I. Yeah. I don't even know, if would they have a submarine that went in the river?
1: I How would they even, I wouldn't think so, but I think that might have been cinematic.
0: Yeah, I think that, I think it was a little stretch, but maybe they were uh, pointing out that this guy, this prince is so rich that he has his own submarine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but no, I would have a hard time following orders from a bee. And or catch, following
0: orders from someone who listens to a bee.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> and did you catch, I don't know if it was a pun, I kind of took it as a pun, after the bees are in his, on his map, and the soldiers ask him something about the coordinates. The prince says, don't be ridiculous. And he really put some emphasis on the bee. It was kind of subtle, and I'm like, I don't know if that's this way of sneaking in another pun. It's
0: a, an ironic pun.
1: Yeah, it is an ironic pun, but because
0: he's being ridiculous, listening to a bee. Yes. Yeah.
1: I thought those two soldiers though did well in their. Role. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Are we listening to bees now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, so the the Aguirre guy. Um. Again, I'm probably butchering the name, and I apologize. But Lope de Aguirre is a real life person. Yes. He,
1: that the, they are loosely based on historical figures or people.
0: And I appreciate that Disney does that. You know, there are some things that Disney doesn't do perfect, but um, I appreciate that they they don't just come up with some random name. They pick someone in history. Yeah. 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 He was a 16th century Spanish conquistador known by his infamous searching for the legendary city of El Dorado, causing several slaughters all along South America, dying finally in 1561. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is my main question for you at the end. Frank's been, which that was I don't know why, but I found that very disturbing in in a good way like theatrically speaking. When you, the whole movie you're seeing the conquistadors being pulled back in to towards the river by the land and it's kind of mm-hmm. dramatic. But then it was even it was heart-wrenching when Frank was pulled. Yeah. At the end, like it was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm OK if they pull the bad guys, but I'm not OK if they're pulling yeah. Frank in there. Um And so my question is, once they pulled him in and, you know, Lily sees him there and I understand she loves him and everything. Would you she doesn't know that a second pedal is coming. She gave him that pedal when that pedal could have like cured the whole world of ailments. Would you have done that?
1: Would I have given it to Frank? Yes. I mean, so I'm going to think about this in the perspective from, you know, that being Ethan, my husband. Right.
0: I mean, I would say yes. <laughs> and I'm single.
1: <laughs> Katie's going to save the world.
0: <laughs> okay, I have to think of it this way.
1: Sayonara, Frank. Isn't that what Dr. Er, Mr. Nilo says? I
0: think yes. <laughs> okay, let's think. <clears throat> if it was Chris Evans.
1: Well, put it, okay, no. <laughs> If it were your, do it as if it were your mom or one of your sisters.
0: Oh, Someone mom like would tell mom. me, mom would say, let me go and save yeah, the world.
1: <laughs> but you're not listening. Because I think Frank would have told. Frank would have face. told
0: her to save the world. He did by giving her the pedal.
1: Frank would have told her to save the world. yes. So if that were someone that you loved,
0: what would you do? Okay, but we also have to put it in the context of he is this guy who's been living for 400 years. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to to die, but he wasn't really technically dead. It was like torture. They yelled that right at the end. But I don't know. It, it's, it's a difficult, I would make the decision in the moment and I don't know what I'd do. I think I would do what Lily did. Yeah, I would be on the fence.
1: And I think if that were someone that you love, I think you would. In the moment, your knee-jerk reaction, even if the whole time you know you're going to take that pedal, save the world, change modern medicine, you know. I think your knee-jerk reaction would be to save a person that you loved.
0: Yeah, and, That's yeah it's true knee-jerk reaction, yeah. yeah.
1: Even though it's someone you've known for five days. I mean, how long
0: was their okay. quest? I, w- I would save Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I would save you too, Mom. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think there would be no question when you were doing it.
0: In the moment, yeah. Now, if you had, you know, several months to form a thesis and <laughs> decide what to do, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would. But, yeah. I've, uh, I mean, because she didn't know the second petal was coming. But I no. think the, I think the tree witnessed her compassion and love and their you know shared mm-hmm. love so it it was like oh you're not those jerks who are trying yeah. to just use it for their own benefit now here's the other question we're getting Uh-oh. deep here okay agare was doing it to save his daughter mm-hmm. she was she was dying of natural causes correct yeah. and he goes back there and like slaughters that whole tribe that's wrong
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if I he mean, had asked nicely and told him his situation, they may have given him one.
0: Well, they, he kind of did, didn't
1: he? Did you mean because that they like healed them like when
0: they were getting ready to die in a jungle? Well, I think they were they healed them in that moment, but Aguirre, I don't know what happened, but he just wanted it all for himself. He yeah, and if I think Frank said like he grew impatient. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't
1: think that they wanted to just immediately give that to him, probably because they knew that there would just be this infiltration of people coming for the Tears of the Moon all the time. Yeah, They probably wanted to make sure that
0: what he was doing was, like, worthy of the Tears of the Moon. Oh, really, like, deep, dramatic thinking.
1: No, but I mean, if you had this great big secret, wouldn't you want to...
0: I want to protect
1: it protect it yeah so i maybe i think that was his way of kind of like seeing what his what he was going to do what kind of person he was going to be before they gave it to him because francis he grew it patient yeah yeah and that was when he basically just
0: see tribe oh yeah absolutely okay well let's go into the puns now how's that sound okay um can i say one more thing about the movie no i have control of this podcast and you must do what i say my name is aguirre (laughs) Go ahead. So,
1: (laughs) in the scene where they're talking about turning the stone into water. When was that? At the end of the movie, they have to turn the, uh, who is it, Trader Sam says they have to turn stone into water to find the Tears of the Moon. Mm -hmm. So then they get to that waterfall, right? Yep. And Frank swims down. He sees the vault or whatever that they've got to open. And Lily goes down there. And then she steps on that thing. And it she gets she doesn't have any air and so then her and frank are exchanging breaths okay yes so i did a deep dive on this deep dive at first i was like this is clearly i'm sorry cinematic. hold on
0: do you understand how puntastic that was
1: i know that's why i haven't pulled the boards right here deep dive <laughs> it's hilarious okay I put that in there on purpose but you know at first i thought that is clearly cinematic you cannot do that in real life this is just the way to like Catapult their relationship, you know it's movie magic. Then I googled, can you yep. transfer air to someone underwater? And the answer is you can. It's called pin pendu- It's called a pendulum rebreather. So um, when you inhale a breath, it is twenty one percent oxygen, seventy eight percent nitrogen. And when you exhale it, there's still sixteen
0: percent oxygen there. That, you so, know, that's what I was thinking was, that, yeah, chemistry-wise, it doesn't seem possible. But it, it is.
1: As long as, like, there, as long as you're getting, you know, the air properly exchanged from person to person, there's enough oxygen to pass to someone. And, you know, the rock kept going back up for fresh air
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: coming back down. I'm sorry, Frank kept going up and coming back down for fresh air so they could do that as long as the rock as long as they could sustain it because there was enough oxygen there here's here's the other
0: breath here's the other this is how my brain works i'm just saying some water's going to get in there
1: that's what it, you have to have a good seal between your lips in order to exchange a breath
0: yeah and the other thing is you know when you have like a as kids when you have a holding your breath contest between friends mm-hmm. You purposely don't move a lot because when you move more, you're exerting, you're using more oxygen when you, when you move. So like, I would be so stressed moving all around. there, trying to stay underwater, trying to go where I need, and you're only getting 16% oxygen. Yep.
1: And fun fact, when you go underwater and you like blow your, you know how you will go under and blow out your nose to keep the water from going up your nose?
0: No, I hate swimming. Okay.
1: Well, (laughs) if you go underwater, now I like to swim. When you go underwater, if you blow bubbles out, Mm -hmm. you know, of your nose or whatever, um, you can't hold your breath as long. So if you Hmm. can go under and not blow out air underwater, you can hold your breath longer.
0: Also, you don't do the bubble trick.
1: Don't do the bubbles and you can stay underwater longer.
0: Well, yeah, because you're letting out air when you do the little bubble trick.
1: Yeah. But Hmm. um, I, I had to look into that because I thought this is movie magic. That is not... so
0: do you think they were actually doing that under no. the water oh. they
1: had a scuba diver off to the side with that little air thing but Melky. you don't
0: think that right. so you just think they were kissing underwater you don't think that they were exchanging air
1: i think they were just smooching <laughs> just smooching just a smooching
0: no what that that, that whole scene gives me anxiety because I really don't like the water. I mean, if I have to swim to save my life or save a loved one or something like that, I could do it. But um, swimming isn't a pleasure to me. I don't find it fun.
1: Especially in jungle water. How yeah. clear was that water for it to be jungle water?
0: I know. If there's piranhas in it, it's going to have some kind of gunk in it.
1: Well, yeah. There should be mud and everything else.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, that was funny also when he shot the the rat or whatever out of the tree. Yes. And then McGregor goes, oh are we eating that. <laughs> <laughs> then he
1: spears the piranha, or I think he has a net. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he just, <clears throat> he throws a rat in there and they all eat at it and um and then throws a net in and gets them all. Yes. And then she says, mm, this has a very nice taste to it. And he goes, that's blood. Yes. oh." <laughs> Oh, it tastes very irony. <laughs> All Same right, either. yeah, thank you. Um, so, are you ready for the uh, pun that puntastic? I can't. I'm trying to think of fun fun words. Puntastic, perific. I don't know. We're gonna fight with puns. <laughs> Have a pun battle. Pun battle. Paddle. all right so i i told us each to get five puns correct the last time i talked to you had 22 (laughs) 23 okay (laughs) um and so i narrowed it down to five and i chose three of them i believe three of them are movie themed for me i got movie themed puns okay um and then we'll we'll see how you like the other ones okay 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 uh we're not gonna know who wins The uh, listening audience will just decide and we'll never know their decision. Okay. Okay. But I win. Okay, we'll see. Okay. As a courtesy, I will allow my guest to go first. Well, this happened the last time and I lost. (laughs) Okay, you want me to go? (laughs) It doesn't
1: matter. Yeah, you go first.
0: Okay, I'll go. Um, This is not a movie-themed one, but... Which country's capital has the fastest-growing population? It's Ireland because every day it's Dublin. <laughs> but
1: oh man, I should have known that you would pick one where you could use an accent.
0: I will. Ne- uh, my accents are terrible, but I'll never not do them.
1: Yeah. Um. Gosh. Okay. No pressure. Okay, so when I researched this movie, I found out that Dwayne Johnson's family recently had COVID apparently they knew they needed to go get tested because they couldn't smell what the rock was cooking <laughs> <for>. <laughs> what did
0: you make that up
1: a little bit a little bit a couple of mine are originals <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay i'm just gonna call it you win the first round <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that, that one was, was too good not to put in there i felt like
0: that was awesome i'm raising an eyebrow for that Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know how I can recover from that. But I was going to make myself a belt made out of watches. But then I realized it would be a waste of time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, Katie. That's a good one. Why do, when you said that, why am I
0: picturing Dwight Schrute with, like... (laughs)
1: I don't know. with, with an actual
0: belt. belt made out of watches mm-hmm. because he yeah. put he would have every he would have every, every time um, zone
1: mm-hmm,
0: just like big corporations have but on his belt are you ready for number two i don't know after that first one
1: okay so i read on imdb that emily blunt had to go to a quiet place to get
0: into character for lily this is this is gonna be good yeah
1: <laughs> that's it that was she, had go, gonna... she had to go to a quiet place to get it the of okay. the lily. I get
0: it now. I thought
1: I might have read it too fast. <laughs> the delivery
0: was quick, but I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Okay. I should have put some more emphasis on there. So, actually, no, my laughter went along with the joke. It was a quiet place. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. That was good. But I, appreci- I really appreciate you tying it into movies and the actors that were actually in this movie. Okay very good um why can't harry potter tell the difference between the pot he uses to make potions and his best friend i don't know they're both called ron (laughs) gosh
1: i should have known you'd have a harry potter one in there (laughs) oh called ron bloody hell all right no Um, pressure no pressure Dump, 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 the dump, dump. Dum, dum. This was Ethan's favorite. So, Disney is making a third Nemo movie. It's going to be called Nemo's Adventures, and it's an adventure in the ocean. It's actually a battle, and Nemo gets caught between anemone an lines. <laughs> Did you come up with these? No, that one I didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was pretty good and one of my favorite movies is behind enemy lines but so i appreciate yeah. that joke yeah that was so. that was good okay i'm doing a round of applause i see that um what does c.s lewis keep at the back of his wardrobe i don't know narnia business <laughs> narnia. <laughs> <laughs> mr Tumnus liked that oh, one
1: <laughs> i love that Oh, right.
0: this is your last one. No, no. No,
1: I have two more. Oh, yeah, you I yeah. So, I'm so sorry. I'm checking them off. After my the one I gave you about the quiet place, I feel like I need to switch that one out very quickly because this one might not deliver as well. It was good.
0: I just didn't I right. I was too, you know.
1: So, last night I decided to rewatch The Lion King. Mm-hmm. I was looking for some symbolism. <laughs> I would actually like to re-watch The Lion King sometime. I haven't watched that in a long
0: time. Now, have you seen that on Broadway or as a musical? No. Oh my gosh. All right. Is it my turn now? It's your go. This is
1: your last one.
0: Okay, here we go. Last one. What? This, some people might have heard this one already before, but here we go. What is Forrest Gump's email password I don't know 1forest1 one 1forest1 one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one one. shrimp boat shrimp scampi shrimp what else <laughs> shrimp gumbo there
1: you go <laughs> I haven't watched that in a long time either
0: That's a long movie, though.
1: It is a long movie.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Um, You probably noticed that I tried to keep all of these relatable to Disney and The Rock. Yes. So, what can I say except?
0: You're welcome. For the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You're welcome. I'm just an ordinary guy. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) that's good what can i say except you now you know the moana a lot of the music i don't know if all but a lot of the music was lin-manuel
1: yes i didn't know that until recently
0: Mm -hmm. he also that has one on netflix called vivo
1: yes ellie and i have watched that
0: oh good yeah
1: it's a cute little movie
0: it is it is i love the the little girl yes with the purple hair yes (laughs) but no i watched that with um sarah and my niece vivo yeah yeah we have friday movie nights and so we'll watch together on on the computer
1: that's awesome yeah i didn't even know you could do that until
0: you told me about it yeah there you go all right well i think we both won pun wars because when puns are involved really Everybody wins. There is no loser. No. Even if you roll your eyes and you think it's ridiculous, you know you liked it. Yes. <laughs> Don't take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn, thank you so much for joining this ride on our jungle cruise. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's yeah. been wonderful.
1: Okay, I knew you we were gonna try to throw something in there. It has been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. I no enjoyed. Problem. I enjoyed being here, and I, I really enjoyed the movie.
0: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad because I did just suggest it out of the blue, and I had never seen it. And yeah, you know. But you really, you can't go wrong with Disney for the most part. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, I give it. I give it a minus. I would give it an A as well. Yeah. There you go. Um, also, thank you for your patience with this Zoom. This is the first time we are recording with Zoom. Um, and my internet stinks, so. <laughs> well, um, when you're when you're roaming on the vast frontier, th- <laughs> there are bound to be issues. Yeah. <laughs> I really, that was a great pun. Get it? it was a good pun. Roaming. On the frontier, I gotcha. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge that I used my brain for that. <clears throat> Anywho. all right thanks everyone for joining us and we will be having some episodes coming up we have not forgotten to record episodes this is our first in a while but i've already spoken with phil and we're going to do some some fun marvel episodes so it should be marvelous there you go all right thanks brooklyn thanks
1: see you later Bye. bye bye Let's hear a backside of
0: water in Dwayne Johnson's voice. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) the backside of water. (laughs) Eighth wonder of the world. The eighth wonder of the world. First wonder of the world.
1: The first wonder of the world.
0: The devil wears Prada. The
1: devil wears Prada. (laughs) The second wonder of the world, anyone?
0: Nope, it's Oppins Returns. Does anyone know the third wonder of the world? Sherlock Gnomes. Come on. No, it is. It's a great movie. No, I'm not doing it. Sherlock Gnomes. Dwayne, say you went, I I cried when I watched Sherlock Gnomes. Beautiful film.
1: Who cried when they saw Baywatch? (laughs) Dwayne's agent cried. (laughs)